right, guys, welcome back to Tea at Number Five. We are the Lit Wallflowers. I'm Wendy Will. And I'm Tony Rose. So, this is the week where we find out everything. We're recording this in two parts so that we don't miss anything. The episode is, as you already know, going to be uploaded maybe a day late just so <laughs> that we have all the current information. This weekend, we have Saturday, which is the deadline event that they still haven't released the lineup yet, so we will see. Um, it is a, a long day, and then <laughs> <laughs> we are going to stay tuned to all of that to see what we get, and then also on Sunday is MTV Movie Awards, so we're also ready for that to see if we won the three categories that we're nominated in. So <laughs> I hope I hope all of our voting helped and uh yeah we'll see you on sunday so today very very early on in the week but luke newton who plays colin bridgerton tweeted what is your favorite colin with food moment um what is yours tony let's see i don't know there was a lot yeah i think it's most it's more when the butler sees him and they order it right away yeah it's yeah, not it's or, yeah it's it's happening and and they just know and that's Bridgerton and Featherington house yes so yes that's my favorite moment um so you know which household knows him yes <laughs> and um so the one that came out the most is when Colin um asks for sandwiches and then he starts ravishing Penelope, and Penelope's like, "I thought, I thought you wanted food." And he's <laughs> like, "I want you more." So that's what everyone's favorite is oh, so that's far. Sweet. Um, the second runner-up of them is when um, they're at Sir Philip's house, and oh uh, <laughs> and all he and they're like, "How could you think about food at this moment?" And like, what else would I be thinking about? And he's like, "Your wife," and he's like, "Yeah, I should be home with my wife." While he's munching. Yes. Honorable mention, which is my favorite, which we've already discussed multiple times on this podcast, is the beginning of book two when Anthony says, I'm going to take a wife, and Benedict falls out of his chair, Mm. Colin chokes on an olive, and Benedict writes himself, slaps Colin in the back of his um, back. This olive comes de-lodging from his throat and flying right by Anthony's ear. That's my favorite moment, so we'll see, but... I love that he's asking that because there were multiple complaints that no one ever saw Colin eating in the last season, and that was what he was known for. It's just to cut it. eating all the time, which kind of changes it. Like I miss, I you can't miss something that wasn't there. But like, you're, I was always looking for it. Yes, yes, so. yeah. And if anything, we always saw Benedict eating, right? Yeah, and, and Eloise. They couldn't cut Benedict. I mean, like, <laughs> come on. I mean, like we want to see Benedict actually. Benny Boo Boo, but he was not the one who's supposed to be eating. It's so funny, but yeah, so that happened today, which I love. Really, really awesome. Um, it's not too late, guys. Continue to vote for the most talked about moment on the BAFTA Virgin Media Awards. Um, so we still have time. Link is still in our bio. So hot off the press, we were nominated for four MTV movie TV awards. One of them came up and snuck up on us in the middle of the <laughs> week, little fuckers. And um, we could have won that one. I I believe we could have if it was normal 
voting, but um, it was story voting. Guys, Beyonce didn't even survive the first round. That's that's how you know. Okay, so um, it was it was kind of like a. Um, a March Madness kind of situation where they started off with, I believe it was eight uh, musical moments, and uh, I do, I honestly couldn't even tell you who we were up against, but um, they were they won by like a landslide. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, so we didn't win that one. We also did not win Best Show. That went to One Division. We did not win Best Kiss. I forgot who that went to. And then, um, but we did get breakthrough performance by Reggae Jean Page. He was there virtually to collect his Uh award, and um, someone tossed it to him. (laughs) And um, yeah, he was the only winner that wasn't actually there. Yeah. No, there were well, some were besides Carla Johansson. Sasha Bowen Cohen was there. That was like a filmed ass thing, though. <laughs> so, but he had an honoree award, not like an actual award. Hmm. So, yeah, he was like the only like category winner that wasn't there that I remember. So he's busy filming. He's doing whatever. So, um, but congratulations to Reggae Jean. Um, one out of four ain't bad. Although that's we got a, something. That's an ass whooping in my house. That is twenty five percent. That is a that is a you don't eat food and you kneel outside for a week <laughs> in my house. But you know what? It's okay. I'm happy we won something. So um, we still have the BAFTA awards. So we will see next week if we won most talked about moment, Miss. Penelope Featherington is Lady Whistledown and um, today they did a little tribute to Bridgerton Leslie Jones was like shut the fuck up Lady Whistledown you nosy bitch that was good it was so hilarious it was so funny we got to see Simon's ass over and over and over again it was just it was too good it was way too good but besides that Lots of things freaking happened from when we first recorded this episode till today. So one of the biggest things that came out is that Lady Danbury, Queen Charlotte, Violet Bridgerton are getting origin stories. They're having a spinoff of the younger ladies. We're going to meet Edmund. Yay! But I'm scared. (laughs) I don't want... They're going to kill him off. And I'm like... Hopefully it ends before he dies. Yeah. Hopefully. It has to. I hope. Because I don't know if I'm ready to... I don't know if I'm ready to experience that. Well, it, it is about a young Queen Charlotte. So yeah. by the time Hyacinth is born, um, I'm going to say she's not that young anymore. So hopefully they even stop before way that. before. Yeah. If they're going to kind of follow the Rokesby's, it's only the first three Bridgertons. If anything, four up until Daphne. At yeah. the most. So um, somebody was like, holy shit, does this mean it's the Rokesby series? And I was like, I don't know if they're going to go there, but maybe. We don't know. We, we don't know where their vision is going. But Lady Danbury is also involved in other series as, as well, too. So we will see. We trust their vision, and we're just so excited that they are so beloved that they get their own TV show. I love that. That's uh, so good. On the uh, Bridgerton, the official podcast, you're talking about it a little bit about how it would be nice to see so at this point I don't think they knew 
uh, when they were recording this, I don't think yeah. they knew yeah. that they were going to have a spinoff. And they were talking about, wouldn't it be cool to see a young Charlotte and yes. then seeing the guy from across the room or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, are they telling us we are getting... Yeah. So I guess they already knew before they started going on the podcast. Or they were about to pitch it and yeah. they didn't know if Netflix was going to bite yet. So, so good. I love that. It's so good. And guys, um, it just goes to show that people want to see these stories. You know? Yeah. They do. They really, really do. I believe it was um, Lady Danbury. Whichever one. Both of them are great. She's like, um, they're both naughty ladies. And I'm like, that equals a great show. That's yeah. a great spin-off. Yeah, and not only that too, but like we get to see how and why it's okay Queen Charlotte forgives her for not even pretending to bow, you know, yeah. like, or curtsy. Just their friendship, yeah, right? Yeah, we get to see their friendship. And then, you know, Lady Danbury and Lady, uh, Violet Bridgerton was not that close in the book, so it'll be very interesting to see how they meet. Maybe they came out the same season. Who knows? We'll get to see all <laughs> that. I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really happy that that is happening coincidentally or timing wise the same day that they announced that they also announced that after season two Chris Van Dusen will be stepping away and season three and four is going to go to showrunner Jess Bronnell and we probably just butchered her name but that is sorry <laughs> that is how we understand it's being pronounced but we could totally be wrong um we got at least 10 emails and like five we just got a lot of people who are very very worried um tessa dare even tweeted uh do you did we scare off chris van Dusen? are we freaking people out with all of the shit that we keep tweeting and um posting are we putting too much pressure is that why everybody is walking away i think what happened for both reggae and Chris is this blew the fuck up. And then because of COVID, there was a delay in filming. And so if they had other projects in mind, it, the, the year, the year that they should have been filming and should have been writing and doing more, they had to take off. So all of these other engagements, and he said so himself, there's other stories he wants to tell. And, you know, so I I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think we scared anyone off. Everyone knows that when you walk into anything with a big fan base, like you're putting on some big boots, you know? So I, I think he was very honest with that. Um, yeah, he had stuff to... He wants to do other things, folks. Yeah, yeah. As much as we want him to stay forever, 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 all the writers in the writing room is still the same. The producers are all still the same. Are some of them going to leave and some new ones going to come him in? Absolutely. It's it's. This is a 10, 12, 15-year project, you know? Like, I don't think even they expected it to be on this scale. Yeah. You know? None of us will ever really know what the real reason is, yeah. but I choose to believe what they're putting out there for us. And that is, they both just got busy, Reggae and Chris, you know? But it, like, to them, they might have signed on to projects for 2023, 24 already before all of this came about. And then with COVID, it put everything. Because, you know, you guys have to remember, Bridgerton was in the works since 2017. So. No one knew COVID was going to happen. We're still in it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, they're a year and a half behind everything already. So, they 
I feel like they they have to walk away in order to get to the projects that they were like, okay, give us five years to work on Bridgerton. And it's five years already, you know? It's almost five years. So um, I, I think that we have to respect those decisions. Let's not freak out. Let's not panic. Season two is still by Chris Van Dusen. The story editing was by the person that's about to take over. So I trust them. I trust Shonda. I trust everybody. It is big news, but no, I don't believe it was bad terms, and no, I don't believe that we scared anybody off. <laughs> but Tessa Dara was like, I think we're freaking them out. <laughs> so after the announcement went out, I was like, I need to tell him we love him <laughs> forever. <laughs> yeah, so we made a post, we posted into our stories, and then we tweeted. <laughs> Cover the bases. All of them. If I know he was on Facebook, I would tell you to do the Facebook one. But um, basically just really, you know, thanking him for making our book dreams come true. We could never imagine that this would happen and it'd be the biggest Netflix show ever in the entire fucking world. Yes. So, it, you know, we just said thank you so much. You made our dreams come true. You will never understand how much we, like, love and appreciate what you've done for us and and people who love this story these books and this family for so long and we support you always and we will always watch and support any project that you are a part of in the future and he liked our tweet yeah <laughs> so i was like okay he's not one of them i feel like a Stage, he brought us joy. Stage five clinger, but I was like, I'm doing it. I need I need him to know that we support his decision and we also support anything that he does in the future and that we thank him so much. Like, the books are sexy and he made it sexier. The books have drama, he put more drama, you know? Like, and... He paved the way yeah, for and more. Yeah, the books are lavish and exciting and he made it even more so so yeah he he set the yellow brick road now all of us just need to go down it yeah yes so thank you chris (laughs) you're never gonna listen to this but we love you we appreciate (laughs) you and just like if you can't imagine what you've done for us like it's just it's just wild just know that we're grateful yeah along with a lot of other people for sure i mean 82 million households yeah and that's not all the people that are using other people's accounts you know <laughs> and like we cried during the premiere we cried watching the trailer like you've just done this whole everything so much justice and we appreciate you so much yes absolutely and on the bridgerton the official podcast they had um, miss golda and miss agile so Queen Charlotte and Lady Danbury. I love listening to the two of them. The few they're yeah. great, as Gabby says. Because yeah. they're so good fun. The only thing is they talk so fast sometimes that you have to rewind or like just listen to it again. Yeah. They go off in tangents. Yeah. So I love it. Please just listen to it. It's actually good fun. Some things that I got out of it was that Miss Golda said Queen Charlotte brought the first Christmas tree, not Queen Victoria. <laughs> Like everyone thinks. Yeah. Um, also, they did bring up um, certain things about what they would want to see if there was something about Queen Charlotte, a uh, young Queen Charlotte, and uh, Lady Danbury. So it would be about the love story and all of that. 
also. Oh, they're gonna kill off Lady Danbury's husband too. Oh no, <laughs> she's a widow. Uh, well, Lady, so Lady Danbury Agile, she was like, it would be. I, th- I think if they do that, um, she's just gonna be just established then. So it was, it's gonna be a young both of them. Yeah. So depending on how far, if they, they want to keep it happy, then they have to stop at like when Daphne, uh, I don't know, is born or is conceived or something. So we'll see how that goes. But it's just them just thinking about what they would want to see. Yeah. Um, as a spinoff. Yeah. Uh, and then. Uh, Lady Danbury Agile, she said something. They went off tangent as they do a lot. And um, Gabby was saying that a question was asked to to Agile because she is a senior um, artist associate at, it's called the Bush Theater. And the question was, what would you say to young artists? And she said, if it's your thing, do your thing. It's a really hard thing, but if it makes your heart sing and you lose your mind and you're lost in joy, that's your thing. Do your thing. And that's just great advice yeah. for pretty much anything if you have doubt in anything. And I just was thinking about Benedict and like yeah. him just, you know, if whatever he wants to do, go try it. Go yeah. do different things. Yeah. And that can relate to any of the Bridgertons and um, any of the Ton members, but I just thought about Benedict for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> he no, can go do his artist thing. Benny go do your party thing. <laughs> if it brings you joy, I mean, it looks like it brings him joy in season one. Yeah. So. And then at the end of the episode, they did have um, some words from Shonda Rhymes, and a nice takeaway was she basically wants everything bottom line to be a love story or relating to a love story yeah. and you know that makes our heart sing yeah. I mean, <laughs> and Reggae, brings us joy Reggae said that today when he accepted the award it's just like people want to see love stories people want it you know and thank you for letting us give that to you because you know even she, he mentioned his other project and he was just like it's all about love and love stories and I was just like yeah yeah okay and the last thing that was covered or that happened this past week is uh, Phoebe Denever, who plays Daphne, Nicola, who plays Penelope, and Chris Van Dusen were part of a nine-minute contenders thing. I mean, I guess if it was like 10 hours long and they had 70 billion people in shows, <laughs> I get why it was like only nine minutes. Nothing about season two, nothing about any juicy, juicy gossip, but... Um, they did ask them how it's changed their lives and uh, Phoebe was just like she's it's it's given her this this joy and like she's able to have these lovely conversations with people and she's been able to meet a lot of people and you know I love that she said that because a lot of people have said like reggae is getting all the attention and I was like no I think I think she's getting it to where I want to say that she's getting it like in the fashion world. You know, she's getting cover magazines. She's she's already shooting a new movie. She had a TV show, you know, so she's she's doing just fine. And um, is she getting as many awards and accolades as Reggae has been? Maybe not, but she's she's. She's working. She's she, out there. She's working, and she, um, she's always posting high fashion things, and you know, I think that's 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 where she's comfortable, and and that's fine, and I totally support that, and I'm really really happy for her. And word on the street is she's in a blossoming new relationship, so I'm just happy for her. And it was just funny because uh, Natalie was like, 
dude, I forgot that she doesn't sound like Daphne. I was like, why is her accent so different? <laughs> I was like, yeah, the, the aristocracy's accent is very crisp and very polished. <laughs> Um, when reggae was on the Graham Norton show and he's like um, Graham was like oh, I forgot you don't sound like that and he's like yeah I don't he's like you wish you do because you know and like, <laughs> <laughs> so um, but yeah it's really awesome you know and with award season kind of wrapping up the only big one left is the Emmys we'll see what happens then but I think Phoebe is doing really great um, and you know hopefully that when the shortlist for the TV Choice Awards comes out that um, she is part of the Best Actress. So yeah, yeah. So continue to vote on that. That link is still in our bio. Um, and Nicola did say something that I like. She's talking about Whistledown, and she said it's fascinating dichotomy of her being Penelope and Lady Whistledown that has to play concurrently that she is this low status young woman and then the most powerful woman in society and it's just think about how you could be different or seen as somebody who doesn't make an impact but you still can you just have to figure it out it's kind of like um like what we do now um some people are better at being vocal so they do videos and stuff some people they're better at writing so we just do like feed posts and stuff yeah, you know yeah. at the end of it we all can make an impact like um lady whistledown like penelope featherington yeah I, even from the sidelines yeah i think that's what makes not only women but people so great right is that we have this choice and this is why we love romance right like the man is this ruthless hard stone of a businessman and he's relentless and everybody fears him and then he comes home and he just wants to cuddle with his baby girl you know <laughs> and 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 you know you can be two different people you can be soft and you can be hard you can be scared and powerful at the same time just like penelope is right she's just right circumstances yeah and and she's afraid she's you know um like on the bridgerton podcast nicola and claudia jesse were were discussing that eloise doesn't even realize how privileged she is that she can actually not give a shit about marriage you know she like that's how clueless eloise is about her privilege Mm -hmm. to where nicola even though she is the most powerful woman in london knows that she needs to get married to gain any kind of status to gain any kind of security um in her family and the fact that um now she's fatherless you know like and and so getting married means even more now and and so yeah you can be powerful and and have london in the palm of your hands but that doesn't mean that you're not scared you're not vulnerable you're not you know so i love i love that the contrast of that and and we get to see it. Yeah, we get to see it. And it's, it's going to be interesting because we know, but no one else knows. No yes. one else knows in the show. <laughs> so the last thing that had happened this past week is Shondaland is put it out there. You got a question? Ask us. Ask us any question <laughs> and we'll talk about it on the podcast. So if you have any burning questions, we did put the form in our link in our bio. Tony will put it in the show notes. What do you want to ask? And then just understand that they are going to ask for your social media. They're going to ask for a full media press, media release of your name and that anything that you say is going to be 
put out there and so um you're gonna have to be completely okay with it and um yes yeah, so if you want a chance to get your question out there what do you want to know who is madame delacroix really <laughs> um <laughs> then go to the link in our bio we will also leave it on the show notes and ask them and and let us know if your question gets answered and put your social media handle on there because they're gonna they ask you in the forum and uh we'll see we'll see what happens but i do have a question for you though yes now that we know there's a spinoff and it's just gonna be a limited series do you think that's gonna come before season two if they're gonna work on it as a filler i think it will come before season three i think that um, I couldn't verify it, but they said that they casted someone for Violet only so far. Mm-hmm. And But I couldn't verify it, so I'm not going to say who it is. But they put the side-by-side picture, and I was like, <laughs> they look the same. <laughs> Holy shit. So um, I, think, I think it'll be a season three filler. Because I was just wondering, like, what if we can't make it? Or what if we can't make it? Because I'm on production. What if... <laughs> What if they can't make it to like the traditional Christmas release? I'm like, can they do the spinoff before that? And then no way. Just in case? No way. Because when they were young, it was during the 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 Georgian era, which is even more gaudy than the Regency <laughs> era. No way. And if Shonda Rhimes has anything to do with it, it's gonna be big. It's gonna be huge. Even for a limited release. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I think it's never say never though. We'll see. As I, I guess for me, I just really want something to come out on Christmas. They're moving so, fast. They're we'll moving see. super fast. So, um, they were spotted this week alone. This week only, they were spotted in the same place that they filmed the opening scene for Daphne when the presentation to the Queen. They were spotted filming there. They were spotted filming at the Bridgerton house. They were spotted filming at Lady Danbury's house mm-hmm. and um, and then somewhere else in Bath. So that's just this week alone. They're moving. <laughs> They're trucking right now. And like I said, it's easier because there's less people on the road, right? Because they have to put everything in all the production into like trucks and stuff. And, and that doesn't even count the polo match or, or horse race or whatever that we had already seen. So that's, yeah, I, they were spotted everywhere. People were posting pictures of of everything that they're doing. So I'm hoping that it's still okay because everything wrapped right before production and everything shut down in, like, June. Uh-huh. And it came out on Christmas. It did take them a year to film, though. But they... But that, just getting their bearings, yeah, right? yeah. So we'll see. We still have time. It's only May, and they're True. they're they're traveling everywhere. Wilton House, Bath, like they're all over the place right now. And I'm very suspicious because the guy that p- plays Will Mondrick and Colin um, Luke Newton posted very similar scenery photos. Oh, they're in Wales right now. Yes. So what is that what? about? <laughs> What's happening in Wales? Yes. So. Is that where Aubrey Hall is being filmed? Maybe. You never know. But yeah, I was like, you sneaky fuckers. <laughs> I know that you, like, you know, whatever. So there's that. Um, but yeah, they're moving. They're moving and they're they're trucking along. Exciting. And, and if, that, if that means that we're going to get another presentation to the Queen, I can't wait. I wonder if they actually got that whole presentation thing from the Rokesby's. Because they mentioned it in the first one. And yeah, that's where Madame Delacroix's name comes from. They could say it's from water, uh, their sparkling water, but it's there. Yeah. And they brought I, it up like what? One, ep- one two episodes ago? Yeah, so yeah. yeah. And like, I think what's like 
really interesting is that they did that to show how powerful the queen is mm-hmm. and like and and how she like runs the season and then it has all these other little players right like lady whistle down lady damn fairy right <laughs> so i gosh are I, they powerful women yeah <laughs> i love that so much so yeah i mean i'm still thinking that edwina is gonna be the diamond of the season it follows the story yeah I don't mind it, but like like we kept bringing up, she's a diamond, but and then the true diamond will be the sister, or yeah. the sister will be like I still want the sister and the queen to be like, oh, you have a dog, I have a dog. Yeah. let's talk about dogs. Well, I think what I was saying that is because a lot of people didn't like how insecure Kate felt and 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 how like they felt how Kate was expressing herself on her wedding night in the book. So um, I feel like she's because when she saw the Featherington sisters like try to walk through the door she was like ugh you know so but like when Edwina and Kate walk down she she likes both of them so she pronounces both of them oh as diamonds yeah this year we'll have two diamonds you're a diamond of the first water you you're the second water (laughs) (laughs) so we'll see I mean like I said they're filming exactly where they did presentation of court last for the last season so interesting yeah they they said they were there for two days and then they have right now the there's a huge sign on one of the houses that they're going to be filming the 24th and 28th for something else so it's they're moving they're mm-hmm. trucking I love it alright guys if you're not following us please follow us on Bridgerton2000 on Facebook Instagram and Twitter um, if you'd like to email us we love talking to you guys we love trying to calm you guys down when you're having heart attacks at Bridgerton2000 <laughs> at gmail.com um, yeah we're really excited to see what is going to happen I know this is a lot of changes for us all in one week but we're alright we're going to be okay we trust them we trust Shonda and yeah if you have any concerns about any of that we're more than happy to discuss them with you but until then, yeah, we'll talk to you guys next week. I hope that they calm down with all this news because <laughs> Friday was a little it's intense. A lot. It's a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah, because when I saw a tweet that's like, uh, our Bridgerton family is growing, I literally thought they were announcing a cast person for this season, but mm-hmm. they didn't. You didn't expect a universe? Yeah, a new universe. So <laughs> it's awesome. Bridgerton but universe. That's amazing. I know. I want to be involved so bad. How do I get a job with the Plotress girls? All of us on the background will bring. We said we'll bring our own costumes. I know. And, oh, actually, we just want to add one more thing. Um, all of the UK and US have had a makeover for all the Bridgerton books. Yes. Um, only a couple are out right now for the US. The rest of them, all the way up until um, Happily Ever After and Will's Story, will be out by um, end of summer. So if you do want an autographed copy, they have the mass paperback, they have the regular paperback, which is the taller one, and then they have the hard book at U Bookstore. All of those will come autographed if you buy it over there. So support our independent bookstores, and you know what? You get a little bit of a bonus because it's going to come autographed. And with goodies. The Benedict one, an offer from a gentleman, the taller paperback as of this weekend is sold out at U Bookstore, though. <laughs> so um, I'm sure they're going to restock soon. But if you guys want the new books, and if you're just as crazy as we are, and you need the short, and you need the tall, and you need the new, and you need the hardback, it's all there at U Bookstore. Check them out. <laughs> Anywhere else, Book Depository has all of the other covers, the UK covers. Um, and yeah. Get your yeah. autograph books. <laughs> make some room on your shelf. Yeah, these will make great Christmas presents. I'll buy new shelves. 
These will make great Christmas presents. Buy those books now. Get them autographed now so it's ready for Christmas. Yes. If you do order, um, they do just keep you on a backlist, and then they'll when they replenish, then they'll sign and send it over. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. But still yet, order now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. We love you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.